Welcome to the How to Survive a Horror Movie podcast, where we learn how to survive horror movies and maybe how to survive life. I'm your host, Ryan Stacy, and today we are going even further into just dog shit town with 1994's Leprechaun 2. I'm joined by our, our fabulous guest, all the way from North Dakota. Jordan Snyder. Jordan, Hi how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing today, Ryan? I'm okay. We just watched Leprechaun 2. This, uh, this movie. was what? It was something. It was, it was certainly a film, I think. Yeah, it's a, a uh, clo- close close like that. Did you like the movie? It, I liked it as much as I liked the first one. Okay. It was, you know, it was a terrible movie. <laughs> um, I, I think I've, I'm growing to enjoy bad movies more and more. Um, I'll, finding take, the, the I'll take credit for that. Yep, yeah, yeah. It was fun watching it with a group of people. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first time I watched all these movies, I was by myself, and I was just miserable. Yeah, oh, I, I can't imagine. And with both Leprechaun 1 and 2, I had a lot more fun watching it with a group of people. We, just, we were just all laughing, having a good time. Just yep. jo- Our friend Josh was here. Uh, he had never seen the first Leprechaun. He's never seen any of them, so we got his... <laughs> he was in for a treat. He was in for his, some fresh reactions, so that was that was fun. But not a good movie. Can't recommend it, really, unless yeah, you really I... like bad movies. That's the only way you can recommend it. Yeah. Uh, make sure you have plenty of booze, plenty of friends. Otherwise, stay far away from this turd. I can never imagine having somebody watch this alone. I don't know how you did it, Ryan. I don't know how I did it either. I had a very lonely existence. <laughs> it was tough times. Very dark tough. times. <laughs> dark times, Harry. Dark times. Um, so the point of this podcast is we're going to be going uh, through the plot of this movie beat by beat, decision by decision, because we're trying to create a master list of rules to survive any and all horror movies. So we're going to be uh, breaking down this movie and trying to figure out what our characters did right and wrong, see if we need to add any new rules to the list. And spoiler alert, I think there's going to be at least one new one. Ooh. Yeah, I think I think we got something new. Point is, spoiler alert for Leprechaun yeah. 2. If you, uh, if you don't want to get spoiled on this movie. Yeah, the deep, intricate mythos and plot twists galore of Leprechaun 2. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so you can check out our current list of rules over on our Twitter account, at how to horror that's how the number two horror where you can read all 43 of our rules soon to be 44 check those out read those and yeah uh jordan anything else you want to add before we get started here uh no i just going into this movie most movies that i watch it they're sequential so you know movie one movie two takes place you know in that same universe or or right afterwards characters connected all that this not being that way yep it's so literally was... not even the same leprechaun. <laughs> same actor, different same actor, African. Different character. What, whatever that means. So This has literally nothing to do with the first movie. Quite, yeah. So, so th- there it is. Yeah. So you could you could skip Leprechaun 1 and watch Leprechaun 2. Like Josh. Yeah. I think Leprechaun 2 is slightly better. I don't think it's any better or any worse. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the plot of Leprechaun 2. Okay, so the movie begins in Ireland a thousand years ago from 1994. Our first character we meet is a guy named William O'Day, who's running through the woods. And William is just a poor farmer from Ireland. He has tried to steal the leprechaun's gold, and first troubles, he is now the leprechaun's slave. And he's trying to escape. So I guess don't mess with leprechauns. You either die or become a slave, and this yeah. isn't good. So Yeah. First off, the bat. Leprechaun has just oodles of magic. Just tons of magic bullshit. Yeah, he's, he's definitely OP. Yeah, very OP. <laughs> 
Uh, I think in the next DLC they need to nerf him a little bit. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah, he, think, he needs that. Yeah, he's he's too powerful. But basically, we're gonna find out that it's it's Leprechaun's one thousandth birthday, and for whatever reason, that means he gets a bride finally. Whatever. I sure. whatever the Leprechaun rules say that yeah, on your thousandth birthday, that's when you finally can wed. Yep. I mean, that's a whatever shitty yeah. first thousand years. Yeah. No wonder they're so pissed off. Right. Yeah, that explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and he tells William like, "Hey, you help me get this bride." And I'll let you go. I'll give you your freedom. William's like, yeah, okay, sounds good. Yeah, I'm down. Fuck that person. The rules are: the woman has to sneeze three times, and if nobody says "bless you," they're safe and they're free from the leprechaun. Yeah. What? Yeah. What kind of a curse or or deal is that? Like, okay, sneeze three times. Bless you. Like, what person? What if she just like sneezed randomly three times prior to that? I think he's got to be nearby. I I I don't know. It, it's it's odd. A very quite odd. odd set of rules for wedding uh, i've not ever heard of this mm-hmm. you know i've heard of dowries and whatnot but not sneezing yeah, i guess because it's leprechaun it's got to be goofy yeah that's <laughs> kind of the rules here so they go over to this nearby farm and william discovers it's his daughters who the leprechaun intends to wed william pleading like hey please find somebody else and leprechauns no you know good try good try mm-hmm. i mean that's a good deal oh, yeah. if you can save your daughter and save your freedom like get oh, free. yeah yeah. That's called a win-win. That is a win-win, yeah. Leprechaun's not going for it, though. <laughs> no. He's like, I am set in stone on this one, whether you like it or not. So she sneezes three times, and William says, bless you. She's safe. She's free. She's good. She's she's out of this series. Dunzo. Good for her. William is going to try and escape, but it doesn't work, and Leprechaun captures him and says, you have a curse on your family now. In a thousand years, I'm going to take your descendant, your your hottest descendant, and make her my bride instead. Okay. <laughs> like, sure. In, in not at least 900 years, I'm pretty sure no, none of my family are even going to know who I ever was. That sounds like a big case of not my problem. Yep. <laughs> okay. This is such a weird threat. Yeah. Like, okay, I saved my daughter. Yeah, I'm going to get killed, but, I mean, who cares? It's my great, great, right? a thousand years... Whatever. I, okay, Leprechaun, you need to work on your threats a little bit. But he ends up snapping William's neck, and William dies. So, for William, in terms of rule breaks, technically, technically, rule number 35 is no one to cut ties. You could just be like, eh, I guess, yeah, my daughter's screwed, but whatever. But I don't really hold that rule against parents trying to save their child. Yeah, you, you almost can't. Yeah. But if you're looking at it as strictly a survival yep. aspect... Then, yeah, you have to abide by that rule. Yes, but I'm not going to really hold it against anybody. Mm. Nobody's going to win the Night of the Living Pleb Award for doing that. Correct, yeah. So, you know, I get why William did what he did, and I'm not going to criticize him for it. So, yeah. But that's, I don't have anything else for William, do you? That's, I mean, that's really about it. I mean, yeah. We only see him for about two minutes of the full film. Yep. So. so, we go to a thousand years from now in Los Angeles, where uh, you visited me. I did, yes. When I used to live there. We meet our two main characters, Bridget and Cody. Bridget is the descendant of William, a thousand years, and she sucks. She's terrible. The actress who plays her, I don't know her name, but oh my god, she's so bad. If you're listening in on this now, current actress of that Bridget person, I hope you've gotten better. Yeah, yeah, only uphill from here. (laughs) It's the only way to go. And then Kobe, who's our main protagonist, and he's just kind of this streetwise kid. He's been raised by his uncle, who's a scam artist, so... He, he knows how to run cons and scams. That's, Which, that's Cody. You know, I'll be honest. I was... The leprechaun 
is a scam artist essentially yeah tricks like with his tricks and uh M- marty uh, uh morty morty excuse me the uncle uh, cody's uncle morty is you know a trickster and uh con artist too so i was excited to see kind of how that was going to play out uh in the in the film so yeah the two of them they, uh, when morty and leprechaun are on screen together it's kind of fun yeah it is those are like, some of the best scenes they, they become friends in a way <laughs> frenemies so Cody and Morty, they run this scam. It's kind of a haunted Hollywood tour, and it's really lame. Super lame. Cody's uncle, Morty, runs it, and it's the tour guide, and Cody just kind of, like, gets people to come be on it, cons them into going on it. Cody gets some people on board. They go to get Morty. Morty's getting drunk at a bar instead of being ready to give a tour, which is his job. Rule number yeah. three, Morty, do your damn job. Morty, Morty's a raging drunk this entire time. I don't know when he's sober. Yeah, he's, I don't know if he's ever sober in this movie. Cody kind of real because Cody and Bridget they're gonna go on a date and they're gonna go hang out with some friends at the go kart place. So Cody's like, "Yeah, Morty, go go take them for the, mm-hmm. the spinning. I'm gonna go with Bridget to go kart." Yep. Unfortunately, Morty is way too drunk, so Cody doesn't let him do it, and Cody gives the tour instead and takes Bridget with. And she's pissed. Yep. Like unrealistically pissed to the point where we almost think that they break up. Yeah. It's like, oh no, you. You gotta miss one date. You have to. You get inconvenienced once because of a work obligation. Welcome to real life. Yeah. Like shit happens. We all gotta make that dollar. You could assume that you know there's been multiple incidences of this, but yeah. Instead of being all pissy and just being passive aggressive, have a talk with him. Like, hey, yeah. you know, I, I think you should find a different career because your uncle is unreliable. Yeah. Also, your uncle's a drunk, and it's probably not a good career path for either of you. Yeah, it, it really isn't. Yeah, communication is key. Communication is key, Bridget. She sucks so much. Yep. Oh God. Also, Cody needs to get out of the relationship. Yeah. Uh, because there, like, there's so many red flags with her. Cody deserves so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're hashtag Team Cody here. On team this Cody. We, I, we stand Cody. Like, they're, they're going from, like, haunted house location to haunted house location, and he's got note cards, right? And he asks Bridget to pass him card number 15 so he can read it. She gives him number 12 and says, she's sabotaging his tour. This is his, his livelihood. livelihood. Fuck you, Bridget. Jesus. One of the last stops in the tour is the ruins of Harry Houdini's mansion. There's not much there anymore. But while they're there, a homeless guy, like, scares them, and then they move on. This homeless guy kind of wanders off, and he's just going to get drunk on some Canadian whiskey in this park. So he, like, lays down next to a tree, just going to get drunk and pass out. This tree is from Ireland, and it's actually the home of Leprechaun. He's, his tree got plant, uh, transplanted to L.A. Leprechaun first steals his whiskey and drinks it. He's like, this is disgusting. Irish, the Canadian only Canadian blend. Yeah, the Canadian blend is bad. And the only whiskey is Irish whiskey. And then he sees the homeless man has a cold tooth, and so he just <laughs> rips it out. Takes it right from his mouth. Yep. Uh, he ties him up with tree roots using magic bullshit. Rips the, the tooth out and lets him go. Huh. Really nilly. Just wanted the gold. Yep. So I guess this is a good rule of thumb for working with Leprechaun. If you have just like random gold on you and he wants it, just give it to him and move on. It's sort of hard to just give a gold tooth away though. Yeah. But if it, it's something else. Just, like a ring or a bracelet. You, yeah. You, you're, you're much better off just giving it up and yep. just getting out of there. You know, what's a little bit of gold in the long run? Mm-hmm. So Cody and Bridget, they go to the go-kart place, and they just kind of abandon the rest of the tour there. Like, he parks, and they're just done. Yeah. <laughs> these poor tour guys, these, these poor tourists. Well, like, also, when when they get into the car right away, like, and he goes to get his uncle, 
Like, how long are they in that car just waiting? Yeah, they wait for, like, 20 minutes for the tour to begin. And, like, Cody didn't tell them that we'll, we'll be here in, like, 15 minutes, 20... Like, what? Does he made this... it sound like we're going to leave in, like, a minute. Yeah. So, if I'm these tourists, I'm fucking pissed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, anybody who goes to Hollywood, don't fall for any of the scams on Hollywood Boulevard. Ignore everyone on those streets. Can confirm having been there. Yeah, it was it was pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. So, don't talk to anybody on Hollywood Boulevard. They're all uh, con artists. And do not take anybody's CDs or mixtapes. Just ignore them. <laughs> Who even has a CD or mixtape player these days? Yeah. <laughs> so at the uh, go-kart place, uh, their friend Ian works there. He's not really a friend. He's just a douchebag who's got a crush on Bridget. Yeah. But, but he works at the go-kart place, and he can get the guys and Everybody can go. And he's hitting on Bridget right in front of Cody, just being a general douche. This guy and, sucks. And then Bridget's being the bitch that... Is like flirting back with him right in front of Cody whilst in the relationship. Dude, she sucks. Mm-hmm. She's the worst. She's the absolute worst. Cody deserves better. Team Cody. <laughs> so basically, Bridget just abandons Cody to go go karting with Ian. Cody's yeah. like, okay, bye. So Cody gets back in the tour at this point and he yep. keeps going, but he runs a red light because everybody's getting pissed at him. So he just runs a red light. So rule number 37 is keep your eyes on the road. Clearly, he doesn't notice this red light. Yeah, no, you gotta pay attention to that kind of thing. Cole. Unless he does notice a red light, notices the intersection is clear, and is just so pissed that he just drives through it. Could be that too. Could be that too. That's not good. Not nah, um, no. if that's the case. Rule number four: Don't be a menace. Our fourth rule is: Don't be a menace. Don't don't commit crimes. Don't be a general problem to society. Well, we find out he's not even a legal driver. Yeah, he's got a learner's permit. Yeah, so he's already breaking so many rules of yeah. the law. And. This is also on Morty, because Morty is uh, Cody's legal guardian. Mm-hmm. So, Morty, don't be a menace. Guys, be better citizens. Yes. So, the cops see this, and they, they arrest Cody. And Morty gets him out of jail by sweet-talking, basically. Uh, Morty's pretty good at, at that kind of stuff. He's a good talker. He's a good talker. But while they're in the police station, the homeless guy gets brought in, just uh, rambling nonsense about a crazy leprechaun in the Harry Houdini Park. So, the very first rule of surviving a horror movie is you have to realize you're in one. Mm-hmm. So, they don't know it yet, but they're in a horror movie. They are. But, and they've been warned. Yep, but the thing is, there's no reasonable expectation for them to realize they're in a horror movie yet. It's a rambling, crazy guy about talking about a leprechaun. Yeah. You gotta at least question the guy. I mean, there's blood running down his face. You gotta, like, at least question more of how this happened. Yeah, if you see a leprechaun later, be like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. So just keep your eyes out for leprechauns. But, like, any reasonable expectation, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So Leprechaun at this point starts searching for Bridget because he wants her as a bride. And he comes across the talent agent who was like, hey, here's my card for some reason. Yeah. But he has a gold ring. And so Leprechaun just rips off his finger and takes the ring. This is, he rips it off as if, though, it was, like, a small twig. He's like, finger looking good. Get a little advertisement for a KFC in there. Yeah. <laughs> Leprechaun should be the uh, the, the official, mascot. Official sponsor of KFC. Colonel Leprechaun. <laughs> I'd, I'd sign off on that. Uh, I'd probably never eat a KFC again. I probably that. wouldn't. And you are going to probably eat real fingers there yeah. instead of chicken fingers. One can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Cody decides to go and get Bridget back. So, you know, get the girl back. Win her back over. Cody, let her go. She sucks. So Ian gives Bridget a ride back to her, her parents' house. And he's like, hey, you going to invite me in? Just like, no, I'm still dating Cody. Okay, but why were you flirting with Ian the whole time then? Yeah. Then Ian crosses the line and like grabs her and she hits him, deservedly so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he leaves. And then, possibly the best scene of the movie, might be the funniest one. 
Uh, Bridget, yeah. seemingly the garage door opens, and Bridget's inside, speaking all sultry. Yep. And it's like, wow, well, I changed my mind. Come here, big boy, kind of thing. Ian goes into the garage. It's a little bit odd, but like I don't know if you can hold anything against him for going. I'm, I'm. You could almost hold it against him because it's, it's too soon that she would already be in there. Like the garage wasn't directly next to the house. Yeah, that is kind of weird. How did she get in the garage fast? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not Bridget. It's not Bridget. It's not. Yeah, it's not Bridget. It's an illusion created by a Leprechaun. On him, he should just be confused and think that he's just seeing things and go on his way. Yeah, he should. This is weird. This is a bit weird. Absolutely. I, I don't want to outright say he should know he's in a horror movie, but he should be like... Something's off The here. fuck? Um, yeah. So he should be a little bit on his guard. It, it's it's weird. But basically, she starts undressing, and he lures, uh, she lures him in, but it's not Bridget. It's a giant lawnmower. Uh, <laughs> and Leprechaun has started up and used magic bullshit so he can't see it. And so he ends up just sticking his face straight into a lawnmower and dies. <laughs> One of the better deaths I've seen. So for Ian, I don't even know what to say about this guy. This is such a weird situation. What, what do you think? Like I said, I think he just needs to be more conscious of the weird situation that he was in mm-hmm. and not walk into it. I think not really knowing you're in a horror movie, but just like understanding like, like just I shouldn't go into this like weird place. I'm, I'm reading through my rules and I'm just trying to find something that makes sense. Like trust no one. Yeah, I mean, I guess a little bit of that. Trust no one, a little bit. Everybody's a suspect! The one thing you could say is, you know, if you piss off a girl you're on a date with, and then all of a sudden she changes her mind like that, it's possible she's a crazy person and luring you in to kill you. That's Absolutely. not what's going on, but that that is always a possibility. It's 100% a possibility. Uh, anytime you go on a first date with somebody and go back to their house, you gotta keep that in mind. They might be a murderer. That isn't really the case here, but it, it's similar 41. But really, it, it is hard to criticize Ian too much, apart from being a douche. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say there was enough to know he was in a horror movie, but yeah, he should have been on his toes a little bit more in this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of Ian. Yep. Good riddance. Bye. So at this point, Bridget's doorbell rings, and she uh, assumes it's Ian, and opens the door without looking. What? Why? This, like, it, the reverse is true, too. If you go on a first date with someone, they take you home, and then you know they're insistent like that. And all of a sudden, the doorbell starts ringing. Let's you assume it's Ian. He could be a murderer too. Yeah, because there was a window on the side. She could easily just open the blind, look outside. Rule number two: constant vigilance. Mm-hmm. But luckily, she opens it. It's just Cody. Not, yeah, nothing bad happens. But nothing there's this. so many things that could have gone wrong. Yeah, be smarter. Now, granted, these are all high schoolers. They're still dumb. Yeah, it's Cody. He's got flowers. They make up. Some terrible acting. Leprechaun climbs in the window. Bridget sneezes three times. Cody's about to say bless you, and then all of a sudden the phone comes to life and starts strangling Cody. It's really See, funny. That that scene confused me because I thought he did get out the words. It's poorly edited. But I think the implication was he almost did, but the phone stopped him from saying everything. Okay. It was weirdly edited. Sure, okay. Rule number one, Cody and Bridget, you're in a horror movie. If a phone is coming to life and attacking you, that is a, a pretty good sign you're in a horror movie. Absolutely. Have yeah. you ever had a phone attack you before? Not in my life. Yeah, so if it does... I'm in a horror movie. Yeah, you're in a horror movie. Props to Cody he and Bridget. They think fast, they get a knife out, and they cut the wire. He's safe. Mm-hmm. Rule number five, lock and load. Booyah. They got it. Cody's got a kitchen knife. Leprechaun appears. And so Cody, Cody's got the knife. It's like, what the fuck? We got a crazy leprechaun in here? Oh, shit. And leprechaun drops a bunch of pots and pans on him. Now, to Bridget's credit, she just tries to run it right out the front door. Rule number 11, get out. Get out! Yep. If you have a crazy leprechaun attacking you, 
I just get the fuck out of wherever I am. I don't know about you. Yeah, I I would just I would uh let's see what rule number I would rule number twenty eight. I would run, bitch, run. Run, bitch, run. Yeah, that's fair too. Run, <laughs> bitch, run. Both both of those work here. <laughs> But Ian's body is dangling there, and it scares her, which is fair, but you could just go around. I would go around because there's nothing going to be behind it, because the point of that hanging body there is to stop you from going forward. Yeah, but it's just a scare. Absolutely, yeah. Underneath. Mm-hmm. Sometimes escaping a, a psycho killer is a little uncomfortable. Fun fact. Being around a killer is yeah. uncomfortable. So Bridget just kind of stops running and just stands still. She, I don't know. Rule number 10 is don't panic, and it feels like she kind of panics here and freezes up. Yeah. On seeing the body. That's kind of the vibe I was getting. Mm-hmm. So Leprechaun throws this golden collar at her and it locks around her neck. Kind of bdsm you know? Yeah. Yeah. A little, little kinky. A little, little bit, yeah. <laughs> and she, he uses the gold to drag her over to him. Now Bridget spills Leprechaun's gold. One coin rolls into Cody's hand and, you know, this temporarily uh, stuns Leprechaun because he's obsessed with his gold. And she tries to run again with Cody this time. And Leprechaun attacks them. Cody throws an iron fire poker at him, which was just absurd. Yeah. Leprechaun catches it and then burns him. Just, at first I was thinking, okay, this isn't in a fireplace. It's not hot. Excuse me. How is it it burning him? And then we find out that the cast iron. Yeah. uh, Leprechaun is allergic to iron, basically. But yeah, the the way (laughs) Cody just throws this is just bizarre. But you know... Rule number 22 is take the shot. And Cody did yeah, it. he took the shot. Leprechaun gets burned, but he, he drops the iron thing, grabs Br- Bridget, and they just vanish. Poof. It was a risky shot having Bridget right there. Yeah. As well. It's true. It's true. But who cares? It's Bridget. Yep. At this point, yeah, get rid of the Leprechaun. And now at this point, normally I would say rule number seven is don't leave your weapon behind. So I'm usually not a big fan of throwing weapons, but he did have a knife as well. So if you have two And there was two other... Piece like fireplace. There was pieces. actually, yeah. So I have no problem with this. Throw, yep. Throwing your weapons is usually not good, but if you have multiple weapons, might as well. Mm-hmm. Firmly grasp it. And clearly it worked. It was yep. a pretty good throw by Cody. So Leprechaun brings Bridget into his lair beneath the tree, and while he's trying to get them some whiskey to celebrate their wedding night, which is just gross, <laughs> Bridget, rumor five, locks and loads. She grabs a rock and just hits him in the head with it. And it like kind of stuns him for a minute. Yeah. She runs off, but Lep finds her again because it turns out this lair is magic and there's literally no way to escape. It's a, yeah, it's an impossible labyrinth. Yeah, just an infinite labyrinth of madness. Uh, <laughs> Which I do want to comment. I bet that whiskey is probably really good being at least 2,000 years old. Oh, yeah, probably. It's probably really, really smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Leprechaun like, ties her up and puts her in bed, and his plan is to like change her to make it easier for her to give birth to Leprechaun children and... and for them to be more comfortable. I'm kind of glad that they didn't go any farther with that. This is, in my opinion, the scariest scene in the entire series because it's actually legitimately creepy the way he's... Oh, absolutely. He's vague enough where it just lets your nightmare nightmare visions run wild. Mm-hmm. It's good. This is a good scene, I think. Yeah. One of the very few in this it's, movie. It's very... It's uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable, and that's the point. Mm-hmm. And so they made you feel what they wanted you to feel. So I give credit to the filmmakers. I think this is the single most chilling scene in the series. Then Leprechaun pours his gold out all over her and just like, mmm, gold. Yeah, like, bathe in my gold here. Yeah, it's a little Scrooge McDuck yeah. swimming in gold. <laughs> uh, but he realizes he's missing a piece, and he's going to go get it. But Bridget's like, hey, how about you untie me? 
and I'll make myself look real pretty for you when you come back. And he's like, all right, here's a dress. Uh, I'll untie it. You can't really escape anyway. And she, she tries, but she's, oh, yeah, she she's, she's trapped here. Not but possible. you know what? Rule number 17 is never give up the next thing you try might work. Props right. to Bridget. I think Bridget holds on to this very well the entire yeah, Bridget, time in the tree. Bridget's basically in an unwinnable situation because magic bullshit. Yep. Stonehenge magic bullshit. She's trying, you know, as much as crap we give her because she's such an unlikable character, but she's at least trying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we give credit where it's due on this podcast. <laughs> Cody deserves better, but good good for you, Bridget. So Leprechaun's watching the cops investigate. He goes back to Bridget's house, sees the cops, and he learns who Cody is and gets his address because he thinks Cody's got the coin, which is true. Uh, and then we, we see Bridget is starting to gather rock for some reason. <laughs> and, and we'll find out what the payoff for this is here. It's pretty funny, This the setup for just this completely failed payoff. It's, yeah, it's like it sets it up really nice, and then... Yeah, the, the payoff... I mean, it's a payoff, but the, the utter failure of the payoff, oh. which we'll get to, is, is kind of funny. So we see the cops talking to Morty about the Cody situation because he's the suspect in Ian's murder. Cody shows up, Morty's like, get out of here. Which is good on him. That yeah, good on Morty. One of the best moves he made. One of our newest rules, in fact, it might be our newest rule. Rule number 43, tread cautiously when dealing with police. Yeah. Morty falls this to perfection. The two of them meet up and... Basically, Cody's trying to show him, like, the shilling, say it was a leprechaun. And, of course, Morty doesn't believe it, because that's fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And even at one point, Cody's like, yeah, he, he hit me in the head with some pots and pans. Okay, clearly Cody has a concussion. <laughs> like, I don't hold anything against Morty for not believing this. That's insane. They look up in a book, and they learn that iron hurts leprechauns. At this point, the leprechaun appears out of nowhere. Rule number one, Morty, you're in a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's all of a sudden... It- What's in the book? <laughs> Tell me everything that's in the book. <laughs> so they, they fight, and Cody makes a, a deal. I'll give you the coin for Bridget. And Leprechaun's like, yeah, sure. Fingers crossed behind his back. Yep. But Morty just drops a bookshelf on Leprechaun. Mor- Morty knows better, because yeah. he's a trickster himself. Yeah, he's like, don't you don't trust a Leprechaun? What are you, stupid or something? <laughs> you never trust a Leprechaun. That's fair. That's fair. Rule 24, trust no one. Yep. Especially leprechauns. Especially leprechauns. So they escape out a window and they block it with iron bars. So they've learned from past events, which is rule number 21. So as much shit as we're giving this movie, the characters have been pretty competent in dealing with leprechauns so far. I think in all the horror movies I've seen so far, this one they've been the most aware mm-hmm. of how to win, yeah. basically. It's surprising for such a piece of shit movie. Yeah, right, yeah. So they go down to an Irish pub. The cops are there, so they hide in the bathroom real quick, which is smart. <laughs> then Morty, for whatever reason, is like, I'm going to go get a drink. Because we are aware of his raging alcoholism. Yeah. Morty, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. This is so stupid. <laughs> right. He, uh, he takes the shot. Yeah. <laughs> kind of shot. Uh. Morty is taking a shot. <laughs> Honestly, this is rule number 32, which came, we got this from the first Leprechaun. That's play stupid hey, yes. games, win stupid prizes. And it's going to work out for Morty here, but going to get drunk now is the wrong call. Yeah. He lo- just gets lucky. Yeah. Which, you know, Leprechauns and that's hey. luck. Luck of the, the Irish. Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we were just like on the same wavelength we, today. Right? So, well... Cody's in the bathroom. This drunk little person comes in dressed as a leprechaun, and there's tons of little people in this bar. And this is uh, Tony Cox from Bad Santa. That's where he's from. Yeah. Yes. Comes in, 
And I don't know what drug he's on, but I want some. <laughs> Eyes wide open. Oh, my God. Just happy. Like, um. Uh, and he's like, you want some of me gold? He's got a pot of gold. They're, they're chocolate coins. Yes. So Cody takes he's one. like, sure, uh, thanks. But he doesn't eat it. He, he has the idea he's going to save it for later. Might be useful against the leprechaun. Yep. This so now he's got a real coin and a chocolate one. Yeah, I mean, rule five, lock and load. Yeah, right there it is. <laughs> so at this point, Cody has remembered the homeless guy. So that's good. Again, remember past mm-hmm. events. That's rule 21. And he tells Morty about this, but they realize the real leprechaun is here. And Morty gets a really clever idea. He he very publicly challenges the leprechaun to a drinking contest in front of the entire bar. And kind of is like, oh, I can outdrink you, <laughs> you loser. I'm impressed that the leprechaun like was like, yeah. Yeah, the leprechaun violates a rule here. Yeah, put your ego aside. Rule 31, put your ego aside. Absolutely right. Leprechaun falls for the bait. And Morty, who knows the bartender, gives him the code, like, I'll take some of your uh, red rye beer. I'll drink, or your red yeah. rye booze. I'll drink that. That's code for water. Yep. It's like and a dyed water. Which we see him, he takes earlier in the movie. Yeah, so. when he gets cut off. Yep. Uh, the bartender gives him that and said, it's just water. So this drinking contest, Morty's drinking water. It's really clever. Oh, so super clever. I like this plan a lot. Leprechaun gets fucking trashed. He's got five or six bottles of whiskey just gone. Meanwhile, we cut back to Bridget, who's using these bags of rocks, and she's going to use them as a trail of breadcrumbs. And it's a good plan. When she starts doing it, she puts them very close together. Yeah, they're like like two inches apart. You're going to run out of rocks, Bridget. (laughs) There wasn't that many rocks in there to begin with. But what ends up happening is they just start magically disappearing. Yeah, like, almost as soon as she lays out a line. There goes that plan. <laughs> the more I talk about this movie, the more I'm liking. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I'm appreciating some of the little things. So we go back to the bar. Lep is wasted. He tries to use his powers to levitate stuff, but he can't. <laughs> don't, don't levitate and drive. Don't and levitate drink. and drive. So, unfortunately, Morty... Turns his back on Leprechaun for a second to talk to Cody. Rule number two, constant vigilance. Never turn your back on the psycho killer. Yep. Never. No matter how drunk they are. And Leprechaun picks up a bottle and smashes just Morty in the head with it and escapes. Which I'm I'm glad that they didn't do the classic bottle smash, you're knocked out yeah. thing. Like, it's just like, ow. Yeah. That hurt. Meanwhile, Bridget finds a box and digs it up. And it's just like, I don't, we don't even know. It's just it's, like valuable. I, I think it's just... His, like, treasures that aren't gold, but from his... I don't know. But there is gold... Like, the, there's a... Like, that stabby thing. That's yeah, there's gold. an owl in there. An AWL owl. Yeah. Um, there's some bottles of booze. But it, it seemed like valuable yeah. possessions that isn't gold. It's yeah. It's weird. I, I don't, they don't I really don't explain know. it. No. Nope. But Bridget Long movie. takes the owl. Rule number five. Lock and load. Oh, wait. Are you seeing there's a flaw in Leprechaun 2? <laughs> really? You think so? <laughs> only one. Only one. Okay. Uh, so the leprechaun goes to a nearby espresso bar to sober up, and this barista there is just being a total dick to him. Like, he I know is. leprechaun sucks, but he hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. For all this barista guy knows is that he's just a little person. Yeah. Dressed as leprechaun. He's making short jokes, leprechaun uh, jokes. Just being an absolute dick. Rule number four, barista, don't be a menace. Yeah. Customer service. Right, yeah. What if he left a Yelp review? Yeah. 1994. <laughs> Do your damn job. Yeah. You know, it... Yeah, it's closing time. Just, hey, sir, uh, we're closing up for the night. Yeah. Be nice. Be, yeah, be polite. It doesn't cost anything to be nice. Nope. It doesn't cost any gold pieces to be nice. So the leprechaun stabs him in the hands, which pins him to the counter, and burns him to death with steam. It's like a, his face melts 
similar to that of Indiana Jones. Yeah, very uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. It's great. Best kill of the movie, I think, for sure. Yeah, I think it is, it's a better kill than The Lawnmower. Yeah. The Lawnmower was fun. But, but this, there's this no was, gore in that one, really. Yeah. This one had, was gory, at least. Yep. So This one, I think, was the best one. So really, it was just be don't be a menace for the barista. Simple. Mm-hmm. Just don't be a dick. Uh, Cody and Morty plan to use this iron safe that they know is at the go-kart place. That's They're going to trap Leprechaun in there. That's their plan. Good plan. Great plan. Yeah. Great plan. This should have worked perfectly. It should have worked flawlessly. Actually, no, the plan did work perfectly. It, yeah, actually it did. Yeah. And then... It was everything after that. So they're smart. There's a guard dock at this place. They give it a, a bone to give it to go get it yep. to go away. They pick the lock. They get in. All good stuff. They get the safe open. Morty's gonna go get the car so they can put the, the safe in the car and they can go to their plan is to take it to the Houdini tree. Yeah. So good plan. Unfortunately, they triggered a silent alarm. Security guard shows up. And security officer. Security officer. Yeah, I, I apologize. <laughs> I should know this as a former security officer. <laughs> a security officer cuffs him to the hearse. Cuffs Morty. Yep. And if you're alone, I, this is a good movie. For all this guy knows, a couple of thieves, yeah, maybe oh yeah, more than one. Yeah. Nothing against the security officer here. No. Nope. So Cody hides from the guard, who has a gun, for the record. Rule number five, lock and load. Yeah. Cody hides in the ceiling. I don't know how he got up there. I don't know how, yeah. Th- there was no tables around or anything. Plus that ceiling, I don't know how it was. Like, it just looks like it wouldn't even hold him. It's one of those really cheap ceilings. Yeah. So. With, like, the foam tiles. There's something unrealistic in Leprechaun too. I, I think. You think? I think Maybe. so. Maybe. <laughs> Leprechaun appears up in the ceiling and Cody falls right through it and runs away. <laughs> so the guard goes back and Morty tries to bribe him, which doesn't work. Uh, I appreciate the attempt. I think we need to go back to uh, Morty going out to the car. Yeah. Uh, he's violating rule number 19. Don't oh, split up gang. Don't split up gang. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You, you should have carried the safe outside together, mm-hmm. walked to the car together. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Uh, Morty and, and Cody both violate rule number 19. Don't split up, gang. Yep. Let's split up and look for clues. I think you're 100% right. Good catch. Good catch. So the guard uncuffs Morty for some reason. Don't really know why he does this. And the guard hears a noise, turns around. Rule number two. Constant vigilance. <laughs> the most important part about being a security officer is you do not turn your back on somebody you are dealing with. You've taken into custody. You've arrested. You're giving security officers a bad name, sir. <laughs> I've helped arrest people before. I, I've done it a couple of times. Guess what I never did? Turn your back? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid idiot. Yeah, he deserved it. So Morty knocks him out. Good for Morty. So then at this point, uh, a Leprechaun attacks Morty, but Cody appears. He's inside the go-kart office. He's like, hey, I got the coin right here. Motherfucker, bring it on. Uh, same deal applies. I'll give you the coin back if you give us Bridget. And Leprechaun's like, okay, new deal. You give me the coin and I let you live and I'm going to keep Bridget. Yeah. Sounds like a good deal. Yeah. Keep Bridget. Mm-hmm. Screw her. Take the deal, Cody. <laughs> Rule 11, get out of this movie. <laughs> Is this your way out? So Leprechaun charges through the door and the safe is right behind the door and he gets stuck in the safe. Cody slams it shut. Boom. It has worked perfectly. Yeah, right there. Game over. End of the movie. They did it. That's it. It's over. They'll get Bridget back, right? Nothing, yeah. nothing else can go wrong, right? Wait a minute. Oh, no. We got Morty. We got Morty. Greedy Morty. So they're going to load the safe in the car. They need a ramp to do it. Cody saw some two-by-fours in the storage room. Cody goes in the storage room. Morty locks him in the storage room so he can get the leprechaun to let grant three wishes for him. Not a good idea. First of all, room number 32, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. 
But this is where I do want to add a new rule, even, even get a little bit more specific here. Rule number 44, the brand new rule, don't get greedy. The most important part of a horror movie, the most important thing, you're trying to survive, right? We're trying to get out of here with our lives. Mm-hmm. Money doesn't matter. Most of the, the real treasure is your life. Yeah. The real treasure is the, the friends you made along you the way. You can't take the money with you. Can't take the money with you. Don't get greedy. That That's huge. It's kind of the Aladdin rule. At the beginning of Aladdin, the guy goes into yep. the tiger mouth. I can't remember what it's called. It's been so long. It's been a long time. But on your way to get the magic lamp, there's tons of treasure. And the rule is you can't touch the treasure. If you do, it collapses. You're trapped in there. That This is the Aladdin rule, basically. Don't yeah. touch the treasure. Mm-hmm. Focus. Focus up. Uh, and so M- Mori is going to give us a new rule, rule 44. Don't get greedy. I mean, it, it ultimately it leads to his death. Yeah. So he is going to wish for Leprechaun's gold. He's going to get it. He gets exactly what he wished for. Uh, Leprechaun puts it right in his stomach. And that, uh, it, it's gross. It's so bad. I, I'm glad it wasn't as gory as what it could have been. Realistically, if you were realistically going to put a pot of gold in someone's chest... Be much gorier. Yeah, they would explode. Yeah, first of all. So it was kind of cartoonish, but it was still effective. Mm-hmm. I think mostly because the acting. I think Morty does a good I job. I think yeah, he did a great the job acting, acting um, having gold come into him. You know, the guy, the guy who played Morty did, did a good job as Morty. He played that character well. Yep. So the second wish is to get Leprechaun out of the safe so he can get the gold out of him. The third wish is to get the gold out of him. So Leprechaun <laughs> just slices Morty open and kills him and gets the gold out. But he gets all three wishes. He did get his wishes. Which we could go back to, uh, what's the rule? Wait, careful what you say. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Rule number nine is be careful what you say and how you say it. When dealing with leprechauns, genies, anything that grants wishes, mm-hmm. you know, we've all heard the stories of the evil genies who, like, yep. twist your words. You have, you need to be like a lawyer. You know, if you're going to deal with these magical leprechauns and genies and whatnot, if you're going to risk this, you need to think like a lawyer. Think of every loophole, every everything. yeah. Simple, succinct, to the point, but no false interpretations. Guess what Morty doesn't do? That. You know, Morty had his moments where he was pretty good, but he wasn't careful what he said here, how he said it. He played a very stupid game and got a stupid Lots prize. of stupid games. Yep. He's drunk all the time, but that didn't affect his death, I don't think. But most importantly, he got greedy. You know, Morty had some shiny moments, but man, did he have some dumb moves. Yeah. Oh, Morty. So Cody escapes out the window of the storage room. He, then he gets captured by a secure, the security guard who's back. Security officer. Because <laughs> Cody's still wanted for murder. Multiple yep. murders. They hear someone calling for help. It's like a little girl. Yeah, it sounds like a little girl. It's Leprechaun. Rule number 30 is don't be a good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. If you hear a mysterious voice calling for help, probably shouldn't go after it. And uh, Cody is aware of this yep. trickery. But he's got a gun to his head. What can you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they go out onto the go-kart track. It's Leprechaun in a giant go-kart like kind of like a mad max kind of car <laughs> and he chases them around the go-kart track they run the guard fires the bullets are going to do anything he he misses all the shots but they wouldn't have done yeah. anything anyway and he ends up getting run over so for the guard the only thing i have for him is don't be a good samaritan that, yeah. that leads to his death he made a couple of other mistakes early on that and call for backup you know what and, and a good point with that one is cody did say dude call for backup or number 12 is wait for backup yep and cody tells him to do this yeah. Cody was like, hey, haven't you ever heard the How to Survive a Horror Movie podcast? Because we're in a horror movie right now. Rule number 12 is call for backup, dude. That's what he says word for word. Word for word on yeah. there. You can look up the script right yeah, now. Yeah, we promised. You don't need to look it up. You just trust us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he you know, he might be the only guy on, on site. 
But you know what a real security officer would do in a situation like this? Call the cops. That's what, yep. that's what they're there for. Yeah. They're literally a human cop caller. Yeah, you're, you're, you don't get paid enough to do what you're doing. Yeah. This guy's going to lose his life for a go-kart track. Was it fucking worth it? <laughs> nope. Dumbass. <laughs> so Cody gets run over too, but he's got the magic coin that saves him. You know, Leprechaun's magic won't work on him. So it goes... The cart just kind of phases right through him. Mm-hmm. Good thing he's got this coin. Yeah. So Leprechaun just vanishes because he can't really do anything right now. So Cody gets himself an iron bar, locks and loads, and he's going to go get Leprechaun. Now we're in the third act. Leprechaun returns to uh, his lair. Leprechaun, uh, Bridget's there, and she starts flirting with him. She's like, mm, let me feel, make you feel better after a long day of killing people. Playing nice. It, it's almost a little bit of rule number 23, knowing to play possum. Yeah. You know, she's not playing dead, but she's, she's just like, you know what? Uh, uh, I'll be your wife. Yeah, sure. Playing, committing to the bit. Also, I, I feel like she's also doing rule number 10 and she's not panicking. Yeah, she's thinking clearly, mm-hmm. coming up with a plan. She hasn't given up yet. Rule 17, never give up. The next thing you try Which, might work. Going, this is going back a little bit, but when she's in the lair, there's a point where she kind of just sits on the ground, takes a deep breath, and kind of clears her mind. Yeah, looks like she's Which, meditating. Yep. Which is... Get yourself centered. Good on her. Focus up. Don't panic. So she ends up stabbing him with the owl, but it has no effect whatsoever. Good try, though. Good, yeah, great try. It's... Yeah, it just you're dealing with Stonehenge magic bullshit. Mm-hmm. So what can you do? So Cody arrives at the Houdini Park and enters the tree. Leprechaun attacks him. He gets attacked by a skeleton at one point. Uh, he stabs it with the iron bar. Doesn't work. Uh, so he just was beating it with a club and like, eventually shatters the leprechaun. And but the most important thing, the is, skeleton, or the skeleton. He beats up the skeleton, shatters it. Feeds the skeleton, but the most important thing is he follows rule number seven: do not leave your weapon behind. Because the iron bar, he stabbed it with the skeleton; it did nothing. And this is the point where most horror movie characters leave that behind and keep moving. Mm-hmm. No, he he gets it back. I thought for a second he was going to leave it. I was going to be so mad. But but we remember that he listens to this podcast mm-hmm. and remembers the rules. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact: Cody's a big fan of this podcast. You know, like you said earlier in the movie. Yeah. So Cody makes it to like the main area of the lair where, where Bridget is. The leprechaun arrives, and Bridget uses the owl to like pick the lock on her her collar thing that she's wearing, so she's free of that yeah. now, and takes off running. Good on her for figuring that out. Yeah. So basically, they they both end up in the infinite labyrinth of madness. Like leprechaun's lair doesn't end; it's just like a big circle. No matter it's, which yeah. trail you take, you end up back in the same spot. It's like a circle, but not a re- regular circle. <laughs> Like a magic set. <laughs> it's exactly like Thor Ragnarok. This movie's literally <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. They, they end up getting separated because magic bullshit. I don't want to criticize them for this because we don't see them split up. They just magically get split up. Yeah. Then uh, Cody finds Bridget again. And Bridget's like, hey, just like I, I found a way out. Just leave the coin behind. That's all he wants and we'll get out of here. And trust me, Cody. And then she kisses him mm-hmm. to convince him. And so Cody's like, okay, here's the coin. And we'll leave it behind. And Bridget just starts laughing. Because it's actually Leprechaun. Yep. Another trickery. Another trickery. But what we, we're going to learn later is that was a the chocolate coin. Which I wanted to address that I can't believe that chocolate didn't melt in right. his pocket. For real. Uh, <laughs> boy, Los Angeles is very warm. Like, I can, I can forgive all the magic bullshit in this, but the chocolate, that needs to melt. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe when he brought it into the lair, the magic restored it. Yeah. That's... The, yeah, yeah. There you we'll, go. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the real Bridget arrives. Leprechaun just kind of tosses Cody aside, and he plays dead. Bridget's like, he's dead? Oh, my God, it's <laughs> over. 
the worst acting comes from that scene. It's, from it's, it might be the low point of the acting. It's yep. so bad. But Cody's following rule number 23, know when to play possum. Mm-hmm. He's faking dead. He seizes the opportunity, stabs Leprechaun with the, the, with the pipe, the iron pipe again. And then the two of them run away, manage to escape the lair as Leprechaun blows <laughs> up. Just... It was amazing. It was. I loved it. What a death. What a death. That, might be, the be- that might be the best kill of the movie. Of the movie? That might be better than the barista. Those are definitely mm. the best two. I mean, there's really only three deaths in a... Oh, four. There was William... There's Five. Ian, there's the barista, there was the security guard, there's Morty. Security guard? Yeah, he oh, yeah, yeah. and Leprechaun, so there's six deaths, six I death. think. Okay, yep. And most of them are pretty lame. Yeah. There's only uh, two good ones. I do like the uh, the multiple explosions. Yeah. Like, the, just the different angles. Classic. That, they, that was awesome. Classic. It's a great explosion. So, they defeat Leprechaun. And uh, so Cody and Bridget escape, and Bridget's like, how'd you know that wasn't the real me? Cody says, he kisses differently than you. Gag. Nightmare. (laughs) 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 And then Bridget continues to go, well, who's better? Yeah, she kisses him. Who's the better kisser? Cody's like, I'll have to think about it. (laughs) 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 Kissing Bridget? (laughs) 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 I'd rather kiss Leprechaun. Uh, so Cody leaves the coin behind, and so this is the big question I have for you: Do you keep the coin or not? I don't do it. I don't toss it like he did, mm-hmm. but I don't keep it either. Okay. I, I find a, a better place to make sure that nobody can get it. Mm-hmm. Essentially, where that is, I can't tell you right now. But because you don't want the leprechaun to know. Exactly. <laughs> but I think I think what he did was was foolish by just tossing tossing it right next to the leprechaun's lair. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. But you don't keep it either. Yeah, because if you keep it, Leprechaun will keep coming after you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But on the flip side, if he did come after you, you have this coin to protect yourself because he can't get you. That's true. So here, here's what I think. Here's what I think. I would keep the coin for now. If Lepre- we'll see if uh, if we, he really is dead. Yeah, if he really is dead. Maybe unless maybe there's another sequel coming with Cody and Bridget. Um, we never see these characters again ever. Okay. So they're never in the series again. I assume this Leprechaun, this this particular Leprechaun, is now dead. I feel like. Because we have a completely different Leprechaun from the first one, probably is. So, let's run with that. If that's the case, I hold on to the coin, Leprechaun never comes back. doesn't matter. Yeah. But if cool he does, years. you have the coin, you can solve the problem again. And then maybe after, like, the next sequel, you might get rid of the coin. Mm-hmm. But I think I would hold on to it just in case for now. That's fair. Yeah? Yeah. Good plan? But, yeah, Cody leaves the coin behind, and the two of them walk off, and the movie ends. Just like that. And that is Leprechaun 2. So we got one new rule from Leprechaun 2, which is rule 35, or I'm sorry, rule 45, don't get greedy. Pretty simple enough. Mm-hmm. You know, greed isn't necessarily the, the root of all evil, or money isn't necessarily the root of all evil, but it's a good way to get killed. Yes. And your life is the real treasure. So that's that's that. Uh, let's get into some awards. So first we have Ooh, the, Randy Meeks, the Randy Meeks Merit Badge, which goes to the character who did the best job at following the rules. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. And this is, of course, based off Randy from Scream. And I think we have two real contenders here. I think so, too. Cody and Bridget. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think, well, both of them survive. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no blood shed from either of them. Mm-hmm. Cody does get hit a few times, but, I mean, realistically, he's unharmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with Bridget. Like, nothing, nothing happens to them. I don't, I don't know... I almost think 
giving it to Cody because he's more he's he's doing more things he's putting himself out there more mm-hmm. while still following the rules um where Bridget is more of a kind of a damsel in distress sort of deal sure just kind of surviving so I it's close I no it's very close and ultimately I think you're right because Cody's ultimately gonna save the day mm-hmm. and his plans are gonna work you know I, I give tons of credit to Bridget for never giving up and doing all the right yeah. things it's just Cody does all the right things too and succeeds yep Absolutely, and he's he's really in more danger at any given moment. Bridget's life is never really in danger because I mean yeah. it's worse than death. Well, yeah, I mean like yeah, she her life really is never in danger other than eternal horrificness, horrificness being with Leprechaun. Yes. But like Leprechaun's not going to harm her. Yeah, in a way that would cause her death. So I think they're both really good, but ultimately I want to give it to Cody. Yep. Yeah. Also, it helps that Bridget is really annoying. Yep. Um, uh, Just generally less likable. Also, she does open the door at the beginning of the movie without checking out the front door to see who it is. That's true. Which is very stupid. Um, So, let's give it to Cody. Cody is the winner of the Randy Meeks merit badge. I like it. We we, we are Team Cody here. (laughs) Hashtag Team Cody. So, let's move on to the United Living Club Award, which goes to the character who did the worst job at following the rules. And this is, of course, based on Barbara from United Living Dead. (laughs) They're coming to get you, Barbara. Stop it! You're ignorant! They're coming for you, Barbara. Uh, I think this one's pretty easy. You got a pick? I think I would give it to Morty, just because he's, he did... I mean, he did a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta give it credit to him. Um, but there's so many mistakes that he made. He was too drunk for most of it. He was a bad parent guardian, and ultimately he got killed. Yeah. uh, You know, the security officer is probably my dishonorable mention. Yep. He's probably the second worst, but I want to give it to Morty just because he got so greedy at the end. They had him beat. They'd beaten the leprechaun, and Morty gave it all away. They had him trapped in the safe. He got greedy. He didn't think about his words very carefully. He played a very stupid game and won a stupid prize. Yeah, he caused his own death. Yeah. And he's just generally irresponsible. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, So the Night of the Living Pleb is Morty. He's not still living anymore. <laughs> All right. So that's Leprechaun 2. So What a movie. What a movie. That means Leprechaun 3 is now on the wheel. Now, I have given Leprechaun 3 away because I don't want you to have to sit through all the Leprechaun movies. I'm not going to make you the Leprechaun oh, correspondent. You're free. I've freed you from the Leprechaun until you're coming back for the 8th when Leprechaun returns because that one's back in North Dakota. Okay. So I'm going to bring you back for that one, but you're free from the rest of them. All so right. you get a chance to reserve a movie. Do you have any idea what you want to do? I think A Quiet Place 2. That's a dick movie. (laughs) (laughs) And that isn't even out yet. I know. Okay. All right, you want to do that? I want to do that. You're just going to dab on Derek? I'm going to dab on Derek. Uh, I respect it. And yeah, I I, I can't stop you from doing it. (laughs) So, (laughs) put you in here for A Quiet Place 2. One day, whenever that movie, it's got to come out on Blu-ray or at least on like Netflix or something. Sure, yep. Uh, before we can put that on the wheel. And there's plenty of movies in front of that. So it'll probably be a long time before we get there. But you have reserved a quiet place to you. <laughs> you suck it, Derek. Wow, fucking rude. <laughs> All right. Now it's time to spin the wheel. Ooh. So let me uh, go ahead and read what we got on the wheel right now. We got a Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. Children of the Corn 5, Fields of Terror. The 5th Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, which is the remake. The 10th Halloween movie, which is the Halloween 2 remake. Child's Play 3, Leprechaun 3, Saw 5, and Friday the 13th Part 3. Hmm. Jordan, go ahead and spin the wheel. 
Okay, we got Saw 5, the worst uh-huh. movie in the Saw series. Thank you so much for that. Uh, not the worst movie on here, but it sucks. Uh, could have got Leprechaun 3. I could have got Leprechaun. You know what? Um, yeah, that would have been worse. Uh. I'd rather sit through Saw 5 than Leprechaun 3, so thanks a lot. Yep. Um, so that'll be uh, Jake Johnson, uh, the star of New Girl, will be coming back on the show to cover that one with me. So stay tuned for some Saw 5 next week. All right. Well, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at How to Survive a Horror Movie. Um, you can go ahead and check those out. One day I'll post some more on Instagram. Damn, if we had a leprechaun hat, I'd do an Instagram post right now. Oh, I'm on YouTube, I guess. <laughs> you want to plug your YouTube channel? Uh, yeah. Uh, Captain Obvious. That's it. That's, it's, yeah, it's, what do you do yep. on there? Uh, Minecraft videos. Not really getting into the how-to stuff. Just kind of kind of a, a play-and-watch sort of deal. Okay. Uh, and, no, yeah, uh, check him out. Jordan is crazy good at Minecraft. He, he built a cathedral. What was it? It was, it was the it Vatican, was, right? Uh, it was based off the Vatican. It was a Pokemon uh, themed ba- Vatican. Yep, which so is it's, amazing. It's got the the three EV evolutions kind of into the laid into the floor. Yeah, it's pretty um, spectacular. What, what was the name one more time? Uh, Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious on YouTube. Yep. Yeah, so go ahead and check that out. That is pretty spectacular. I I, I do not have the time or the patience to do that. You're a crazy man. Yeah, several years. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. Driving, took you three hours to get here, right? Yeah. Three hours to come out here and you watched Leprechaun 2 with Came me. Came all the way out here just to watch Leprechaun. You're a good man. Oh, I got a long drive home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> just for that, you just got out here, we watched a movie, we did the podcast, now you're going back. You crazy man. Uh, but thank you for doing this. It was yeah, fun. it was a lot of fun. All right. This has been the How to Survive a Horror Movie Podcast. Stay safe out there. Uh, uh, uh.